Welcome, I'm Luca Reedy, the host of the Feeling Alive podcast. Thank you for being here. Look, I'm going to be straight up honest here. Right now, we are a race desperately seeking fulfillment and truth in our life. And I, for one, have been in the depths of emptiness myself. And let me tell you this, it can get dark down there, but you can get out of it. So I've made it my mission to bring you guests that are inspiring, thought-provoking, and even radical in their belief systems, which are going to leave you feeling empowered, fulfilled, and ready to leap into your true self. It's time to awaken to a new way of being. Your true potential exists right now. You only need to go and find it. And before we get stuck into this next episode, I wanted to just take a short bit of your time and let you know what I've got offered for people listening to this now. So I'm very passionate about healing the emotions, very passionate about giving you a platform to start seeing your truth. And so what I have decided to do is get some more information out there that will be able to help you on that journey, that self-discovery journey. So I've got a free five-day course with an ebook called Changing Your Reality, which is talking about the mechanisms that are in your environment and within you that are holding you back or stopping you from getting to your destination, to your dream goal, to your ideal future, your ideal reality. And the ebook goes into the depths of it. There's also a fielding meditation. And this is created based on my own experience of looking at my own energy and doing the healing of my past, which was creating a conditioned program that could only limit me a specific environment or a specific manifestation of a reality based on all the shit that I've carried on my past and when I realized that I could disconnect and I I started to learn about the mechanisms that was making that happen I started shaking that shit because that's not how I want to live when I bring my kids into this world or how I want to be interacting with my family and friends in the future and on that note I've also decided to open up to some limited spaces for mentoring so one-on-one mentoring where we go on this energetic guidance over eight weeks and we do use the quantum world and we we heal the past and we heal the story that's been holding us back and make sense of us to give us meaning and not only that we I give you accountability coaching to help you work towards your goals and what action you need to take in the right direction and not any old action that's the right action in the right direction so finding your alignment and then also using my spirituality and my understanding of consciousness and the universe and interjecting that into your life so you can start seeing more meaning on a daily basis and so I've got a limited amount of spots and this is going to be for an eight-week course eight-week program with weekly zoom calls Um, I'm in Bali so it has to be zoom but if you are in Bali or you're in Bali during that eight-week period more than welcome to do them in person they're just as effective and I can help you break down the barriers break down the limiting beliefs break down the condition program and help you find more meaning on the way to your goals and dreams. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce this next episode very shortly, which is powerful. And if you resonate with that, then you can see, you can take the next action and see down in the show notes for uh, more information. So thank you very much and enjoy this episode. Welcome back to another episode of Feeling Alive with Luca Reedy. We're going deeper into how to make you feel alive today, but this one, we're going deep into the subconscious with my dear friend, Asha Erickson. Asha is a subconscious healer, I would like to say. 
Um, she might say it differently. I would say also an energetic guide, energetic mentor, an intuitive healer who has a deep fascination with quantum physics, neuroscience, and the nervous system, which is something that we share common ground with. I uh, had the lovely, the lovely uh, opportunity to meet Asher a little while ago here in Bali through friends of friends, and now we've become dear friends. And she has actually helped me shift my own subconscious programming so much that I saw huge changes within days. Um, we laugh about it now, but it was quite crazy. And I've known about this and I've done a lot of work with energy healers and subconscious programming over the time, but definitely this was one of the most powerful sessions. And so I have Asha here today. We're talking about her healing capacity, her beautiful gifts that we're going to share with you and talk about her ideas on what the subconscious is and how we can use this in everyday life. So without further ado, I welcome Asha. Thank you, Asha. Ah, oh, Luca, thank you so much for having me here. It's such an honor and blessing to be here in this space and, um, yeah, I guess bringing awareness to the power of the subconscious and, um, you know, how we can go from from it being something that can be limiting us to actually harnessing that power of it and using it to our advantage and to be on our highest aligned path. So thank mm. you. No worries. It took us a while to get to this point. <laughs> we were like planning this in person and then Bali oh happens and you, it just, shit just happens. So this is like a two months in the making, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, we're here now. Yeah, I'm really glad to have you here. And just to share, just to sort of have someone back me up on my beliefs too, really. Like, this is all this podcast is about. It's like, yeah, Tolga. Yeah. And so yeah. this subconscious, the, the we hear them as like limiting beliefs, a subconscious program. A lot of people talk about it. And I just want to start with where, where you first, before we even get into like the subconscious and understanding what it actually is, just talk to us a little bit about where it actually came into your life and when and what happened and how did you become aware of it? Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, basically, so um, probably about four years ago now, um, I, I moved from Perth in Australia to the Gold Coast um, to start a float therapy and wellness center with my friend. And prior to this, I'd really um, approached things from quite an orthodox level um, of you know, the understanding of the human psyche. I um, came from this background of um, studying psychology and working in emergency mental health services and having somewhat of an understanding, um, you know, of how the, the mind works but um, not on this deeper level of, you know, subconscious programming and, um, I, upon moving to the Gold Coast um, at the centre, I um, connected with, you know, it was such a little hub to to meet and connect with people and I met um, a girl that, a woman, should I say, that ended up being my energy coach. So um, she started talking about um, the work that she does with energy medicine and um, I was working with her for um, some time, about a year, and found myself, we were really working, so she was working with the modality site K, um, which I guess Bruce Lipton talks about and um, a few um, other, I guess, energy um, 
practitioners, experts in their field. And um, so it was, I was having huge shifts in transformation within my reality. So um, changing those inner scapes of my subconscious, my inner reality, I was actually seeing the shifts in my outer and it just um, took me down this, rabbit hole of um the power of the subconscious and energy and um you know she would say to me for so long um you know you should be doing this work like you are an intuitive which we all are like we all have those intuitive abilities but she's saying you you know you've got to get into this and then I just went down this path as well of, of studying doing a, um, studying a few different energy modalities and then before I knew it I'd step back from the wellness center and stepped into my own um, energy coaching business and then mm. it just like blossomed from there that's amazing that's uh, i mean it's just like one thing leading to another hey like one day totally. you, go to, you go to the gold coast and all of a sudden you think you're doing one thing and then yeah. and it opens you up to all <laughs> the world and hence your life changes I, Absolutely. I yeah that, that's that's beautiful synchronicities of life so what is I'm your, like we, yeah, exactly. That is every <laughs> we won't go down that. <laughs> yeah, we will for sure. How long can we take this? <laughs> yeah. So like we, we, so you getting into it and that's a nice little background story for where you're at. But like mm. what was it that with the subconscious, what is your understanding of this subconscious program that we talk about a lot and like why is it essential for us to even go into it and learn about it and heal it? Mm. Mm. So um, what a lot of people may not be aware I'm sure a lot of your listeners perhaps they have um, delved a bit into this, I'm sure, and have an understanding of with the subconscious mind. So our conscious mind obviously makes up, it's this processing unit which makes up our thinking, reasoning, you know, decision-making. But this is literally only 5 to 10% of our, of our mind and within our subconscious, which is like 90 95%, is made up of, you know, our memories, our belief systems, our um, emotions and and habits. So um, within the sub, so you could say, I often say this to clients that you could be playing something out in your reality, like of what your perception is of yourself and and relationships and and the world around you. But um, and then you're just you know getting frustrated at a habit that you may have or a belief that you may have about yourself and um, with the subconscious, it's literally um, steering the ship. Of our reality so we are playing out these behaviors and thought processes that are you know deeply anchored into the subconscious um and yeah it's, it's a powerful thing so we can either say i even said that to a client this morning it can either be um you know we, the subconscious can either be like our master or we can master the subconscious in, mm. in that we have the power to make those changes for the positive yeah beautiful because like the conscious mind would be the tip of the iceberg and then the subconscious mind is like everything under the water right absolutely experience like you said and yeah. it's like i guess learning to drive is like we're a lot of like when we're first learning to drive we're in the conscious mind we're at the tip of the iceberg and we're like 10 and 2 hands on the steering wheel mm-hmm. um, looking in the revision mirror like watching the road attentively and then all of a sudden like give us a couple more driving lessons and maybe a year down the track and you're and you're listening to music changing music one hand on the steering wheel mm-hmm. and that's when it's like pro being programmed so well into your mind that you it becomes automated mm-hmm. and so i guess the work you do is getting those bad automations out of the program 
Yes, correct. Because they're the ones, and they can be like through these what's called limiting beliefs, through um, experiences, memories, past like past trauma, whatever, like mm. you, that are that are cre- creating this program for you going forward, right? Mm. Yeah. And so, like, where does your work with you, you? You do a lot of psych case stuff. So you're like basically going into this subconscious. That's where you lie. Uh, where you like to work with? Yeah, yeah. So with what? So with the work. I mean, um, I originally um, learnt more like um, psych K format, but for me, I've um, expanded beyond with um, learning another modality, um, theta healing, mm. and then. Um, from there, I guess you could say combining that with my own intuitive um, gifts and abilities. But for me, with with now where I'm at um, working one-on-one with clients, we absolutely do work with delving into the subconscious mind. Um, and then there's a part of that as well, which is actually um, working on healing the nervous system. So the two are so correlated, like intertwined, that... Um, you know, creating that flexible, safe um, nervous system because a lot of our trauma is held in the nervous system and then, you know, it's sending signals to the subconscious. So um, so I kind of work, I guess, within a session with the um, subconscious, clearing those limiting beliefs. I like to say all the time, like, it's sort of multifaceted because we're multidimensional beings. <laughs> It's like it's sort of looking at this from different angles and perspectives, but um, you know, with in regards to the subconscious limiting beliefs, the thing is as well, um, you know, we can have these belief programs. So whether it be our fear of failing or our fear of success, but it's also identifying. Okay, so when did that anchor in? Where did that come from? Because often our beliefs anchor in from zero to seven years of age. However, we can also inherit beliefs, so it can be ancestral. So, um, yeah, it's okay. the element identifying where that came from as well. So that like zero to seven period, I think Bruce Lipton talks about this a lot as well, the imprint period, right, like yeah. where you're susceptible. Is it because you're in – just talk a little bit about that. I think it was because my my idea is that you're you're in that theta state, that brainwave state, yeah. just because your brain hasn't evolved so far. So then you're constantly learning, right, and maybe you want to talk a little bit about the theta state as well. Yeah, yeah, bang on. I love it. Love vibing on this stuff. So, yeah, with the, so correct. So, from um, zero to seven, um, we literally are in this, you know, theta brainwave states. But obviously, there's the, the different, like the beta, the, the different, alpha different brainwave states, which we can go into that, but it'll be like a whole other. But the thing is, the crucial is to, in the theta, that's when we are in the most creative space, you know, but we are the most influenced in that space. So it's like a, um, I guess with kids, it's like, you know, they have that that imagination, that's, that's that state, that creativity, inspiration, imagination and feeling that level of you haven't grown up in a stressful, traumatic environment then feeling, um, I guess, in your, they say that theta is actually when you're most connected to the quantum field. So imagine like kids being in that state. However, if you've grown up in this environment, that can be, um, you know, not feeling safe and, and supported within that environment, 
that can be when as well we can be quite influenced with a lot of our belief systems anchoring in to the subconscious. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so particularly if you're learning little bad, like if you're visually seen and you're observing your parents do something over and over and say it might be constantly going from credit card to credit card or getting debt or drinking a lot or like abusing each other or um, even loving each other on the other opposite end of the spectrum, like looking at good investments and teaching about good investments or being out in nature, you pick these things up because you're observant at that age. And so you can pick up so many great habits and so many great values as well as the complete opposite of that. Um, So I guess, you know, as we're growing up now and, we're in our 20s, we're getting into our early 20s, early 30s, and we're like, realize, shit, we've got stuff here that isn't serving us, particularly people that are on the self-development train, right, like they want to change something, mm. and they go, I want to do something better, I want to start my own business, or I want to become a great athlete, I just want to become um, a leader in my company, and so they go on these Tony Robbins courses, or they go on... Um, NLP training or just any other workshops to become a better person, they really, like what you do with theta healing, what they can really be doing as well on another level is going back into that theta brainwave state to upload a new program, say, or to access new limiting, a new input, new belief systems. What's your thoughts on that? Would that be a solution as well? So to go to, um, so do you mean to when you're actually? To reaccess like a theta, to say, yeah. put on headphones, throw on theta brainwave, um, yeah. binaural beats, and just be like saying affirmations over and over again. I am good with money. Yeah. I am in love with myself um, and all that, right? Would that be the solution? Like that would seem like, okay, if we're in zero to seven and mm. we're in that theta brainwave state naturally as our brains are developing, then as an adult, would it be just cool to just throw on some binaural beats with the theta frequency and reprogram Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, that's actually, that's that's absolutely going to help you reprogram the subconscious. So um, there's obviously so many different um, tools and techniques and modalities that can help reprogram the subconscious, but the end um, goal is to, actually and so that's why with my work of getting the client into a theta state so that's when we're most um, receptive to change so instead of being in our reptile brain you know that that um, frontal cortex of like you know the fight or flight and you know we, we have a lot of us especially in current time are in that state so much of survival mode but when we go into more of a theta brainwave state and you know delta and that the alpha that that we go into more receptive mode so that then means that our neuroplasticity like we're firing where we more easily can create that neuroplasticity you know to fire fire new pathways neural pathways so most definitely if um anything that's going to help get you into that theta brainwave state is so powerful, so potent, yeah. Yeah, and that's, I guess, what you do with Psych K, right, and theta is that you're, I mean, we've done a session and you've, it's been a beautiful session and we went back to, like, looking at the old money story and 
I mean, it was like a good hour and a half session and we looked at like some of the old belief systems and he did muscle testing and then we just sort of did like a question and answer thing. And then you got to the point and then I was like, then you, do, you, do you actually do that while I was like, I remember I was laying on the bed, do you actually go into the theta state there, get me into the theta state? Yeah, yeah. So um, within a session, so I guess that's with um, energy healing why it can be so powerful is that um, to create that space so the client feels safe themselves. So as a practitioner, I would guide a client as you've experienced um, into that meditative theta brainwave state and then as the practitioner I as well go into that state um and within that state that space is when we we won't go too woo here but you're actually more open and receptive to receiving the healing and you know like I guess in quantum physics is that's actually connecting you into the quantum unified field and if we are made up of you know um atoms molecules like we are 99.999% energy so if our subconscious is having you know governing us these beliefs then we have the ability when we go into that theta state to um have those subtle shifts and then those messages we actually that frequency in our electromagnetic field and what we're sending out to the quantum field is it can then change yeah okay and it can change so fast. <laughs> yeah, okay. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. So for people listening to this now, what do you think, Ash, with like in your looking back over all your clients' work, what's been like a common a common problem that you've seen uh, with people and they're coming to you and you're commonly fixing, say, these um these programs or these subconscious beliefs that aren't serving them on their path. So what sort of stuff are you working with commonly? What I probably work with commonly would be um, relationship, so fearing deep connection um, within relationship, feeling unsupported, Um, and that can um, most definitely be from what the, you know, the model has been from childhood, um, what they've observed with their parents. Um, I definitely see a lot of abundance, money blocks, Mm. Um, you know, so that's reprogramming, changing people's perception of how they view um, money and and their worth and with money. a big one, hey. Like that's something everyone listening can add to that. (laughs) They want more money and they want to stop spending less money and they want to do more things. Exactly, And, and we can have these beliefs like, I have to work hard for money, like money is the root of all evil. So like I've seen a lot come up that um, people have inherited these beliefs from their ancestors or that they've learnt within childhood for sure. But um, a lot of it all comes back to really is that, um, you know, to to not completely have the love and acceptance of self. So everything, you know, anchors, brings us back to this. So there's also, you know, over all the different themes that the main ones really are, I guess, because, you know, in life, the human life, it's like relationship, money, these are big things for us. But, um, and, and, you know, our basic human needs are feeling loved, supported. But, um, you know, we're big, and the big part of it for me is actually um, healing trauma within the nervous system as well. So then it's sending signals to the subconscious that it's safe to fail, it's safe to succeed, it's safe to have loving 
deep connection and relationship and intimacy, it's safe to hold large amounts of money. So a lot of it comes back to feeling safe within the subconscious and nervous system. So how do you figure that out? So like you say, it's safe to hold lots of money. Mm. That, so are you seeing people spend a lot of money? Um, is that, yeah. is that w- what's happening? So that's in order to go back and reprogram it with saying that? Yeah, absolutely. That was a big thing that I've been seeing um, with the journey within my work is that, um, you know, we're, when, we, when we hold trauma in the body and, and, and beliefs, limiting beliefs, mm. and so we can feel unsafe to actually you know I guess hold be abundant you know and and experience love and and definitely yeah in regards to the money thing I was noticing a theme with that it's like well if someone experienced fear trauma within their life and they've trapped you know that's um energy charge that's you know we say emotion that's you know energy emotion so trapped within their field so if we reprogram our beliefs around that and heal the nervous system and release that trapped emotion, it actually, you see that shift within people's life that, yes, I feel safe holding large amounts of money rather than spending it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. What would, what would you, what's your thoughts on, say, if like someone had parents that were gamblers mm. and they saw, they saw their family growing up as gamblers, how would you see that play out? I mean, I, I know everyone's different and express themselves uniquely in their own way, but like, Commonly, how would you see that play out in someone's life? Mm, so it can play out a number of ways. So um, it can either be that, um, you know, you see the client, they, they don't value money um, or that, you know, and themselves they find themselves as well in those addictive cycles. So, you know, with addictions that most definitely um, can be, inherited these behaviors and habits but also you know we also have the power to change that but it can play out that um either a couple ways depending it's like they can um, have a lot of fear around money and actually fear that it's they're going to lose it um or fear that they won't be able to hold on to it or that they need to um you know that yeah that most definitely that they won't it's like that they'll fear not being able to um, save enough money, the loss of it that so can play out definitely in so many different ways or that they, they themselves, and I guess it's getting to the core, the root of why, um, you know, the patterns and the, the yeah. behaviour of why they would be, you know, wanting to follow that path as well of, of gambling. Yeah, interesting because it, like, it wouldn't necessarily mean that they are gamblers in this life. They could probably hate gambling but yeah. they have the same relationship with money yeah. it's in the subconscious program, right? Yeah, that's it. And so it's, yeah, exactly. Of if, if you haven't learnt, if you don't know what that, that looks and feels like to, you know, value money, mm. um, then that's then what you, you know, that's the model behaviour and belief and so then, not necessarily everyone, but people can most definitely inherit that. Mm. But then on the other side, there's also, um, you know, there they can be so many different like thought forms, emotions around it that people can have. So it's getting to the core of 
yeah, those addictive behaviours because that can actually play out in other areas of their life as well. So I'd probably look at that as well, whether perhaps they're not gambling, but maybe there's other areas of their life that it's playing out and that can often be the disconnection from self, so fearing actually um, connecting with yourself. Okay, that's I guess, (laughs) yeah, and I mean that's where like, that's like capping ourselves, so that's where you create these limiting beliefs, Um, so much so that it's it's stopping you from accessing the quantum, right, I guess that's why we call it limited, is that because the quantum field, the quantum physics is everything, it's infinite potential, infinite possibility, there's many trajectories that you can Mm. exist on, Yeah, and when you have these limited beliefs these programs it's stopping you from accessing different potentials different possibilities so any limiting belief is an imprint of in my belief is an imprint of an earlier experience Mm. Um, and i know you go back to like ancestral stuff but i don't know if we'll go down that today that's a whole nother (laughs) but would you agree with that like that is simply it right it's like any limiting belief is an imprint of an experience an earlier experience it is it's it's um you know it's basically it's like this tainted lens so you know how we see our lives us you know and our perceptions so it's it's keeping us it's i guess yeah it's keeping us stuck it's keeping us in this like pattern of of self-sabotage which is, um, you know, I suppose how the subconscious, I, I say this quite often to climate clients, so with the subconscious, it's like the subconscious is like the capacity of a seven-year-old. So think of it as like our inner child. And so the subconscious, you know, it's developed these these beliefs and perceptions because it's self-preservation. So it thinks it has to keep us safe from from whatever that may be. And so that, and so then, but then it's like it's actually limiting us. Mm. So we're sitting here saying we're, um, it's like it's actually doing a good thing for us, but we're not yeah. actually. It's it's technically it's outdated information. It's like no, it uh, you were doing good for me, but now it's no longer the case. Yeah. I need to upgrade you. So it's like plug in a new USB type thing. Exactly, yeah, new hard drive. <laughs> a new hard drive. So yeah. Upgrade the computer. Yeah. And, and I guess that's really why we need to start healing that stuff, Ash, is to start stepping into an infinite potential. Mm. So like people want to grow. People want to have an amazing relationship. People want to be more fulfilled, more empowered, have more direction, have more clarity, have more power and purpose than the old. We have to be out with the old. That's it. Like that, that's the thing with the limiting beliefs. It's like memories, experiences and our interpretations of the past but that's keeping us in that holding bay of the past yeah yeah okay yeah rather than moving forward into that the our infinite limitless Mm. boundless potential yeah that's powerful so what sort of we talk about the nervous system here like i'm delving deeper into that since having conversations with you and Mm. um, mastin kip talks about a lot actually funny thing is mastin kip was saying on his instagram the other day who does a lot of this stuff with trauma hacking, mm. he, um, he was saying like he had five, so he went from like having the same pattern of having $5,000 in his bank and he would be spending it all the time um, and it 
was always going pay to pay and then he'd have a million dollars in his bank and he was always doing the same thing. He always had just enough money for next week. Mm. And then he realised that it was stuck in his nervous system, stuck in it was a, um, the energy of that pattern or program was stuck in his nervous system. And so then that's until he realised to disconnect that pattern, that program, and let that go, he started to actually have $1 million for quite a few weeks and quite a few months and his business started expanding. So is that, how does the, what's your thoughts on the nervous system and, and your experience with it? Mm, good question. Yeah. Cause this fascinates me as well. And, um, cause it, it's like, so the nervous system speaks to the subconscious. It's sending these, these signals and mm-hmm. if it's sending signals that it is not safe to hold a million dollars in our account, it's not safe to have, a deep level of intimacy and connection in that relationship it's not safe to um you know go to that next level i see a lot of my clients that fear success so it's not safe to go to that next level so even though we may have these limiting beliefs as well around in our subconscious around whether that be money success love um if the nervous system has got trapped that trapped trauma and it's sending those signals of, of not it's like the nervous system identifies it as threat. So regardless if it's um, if it's a large amount of money in front of you, if it's, um, you know, a, a new partner, whether it's um, going to, you know, whatever you're going to have to do to go to that next level of business or if it's a sabotooth tiger, <laughs> it's all seen as threat, you know, and it doesn't see it. It's like it doesn't differentiate the level of that um you know of, of what magnitude is just seen as a threat so it's like it'll your nervous system will be sending those responses those trauma responses to mm. the interesting so it doesn't categorize whether something's extremely bad or bad it just goes okay this is like an a similar energy similar mm. vibration mm. and yeah. then it triggers the similar response yeah the trigger response yeah of, of um you know the stress so then, you know, our cortisol is is peaking, and yeah, it's going it's going into that response. So it's going to be sending those signals that like your subconscious was like, "Well, this is this ain't safe. We aren't going to go there." And um, so it makes sense, like with Mastin talking about how um, he would feel that elevated stress response mm-hmm. with having a large amount of money in his account. So for whatever reason that he has that trauma perhaps from childhood and that it's um yeah you see that play out i see that um come up a lot for clients but we actually do have the ability to to be empowered with our healing journey of changing that rewriting that story yeah yeah totally it's an interesting one because like you think about how the nervous system for me it didn't really click for a long time and you Mm -hmm. go well hang on when an ant crawls on me i feel it before and then I realized it's an ant and so or maybe I even go it might be a spider so I quickly look down to say my foot happens a lot here in Bali lots of ants mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden your foot moves so quickly um, and it's like it it sends that impulse to say hey there's something on my foot to the brain the brain goes all right let's have a look what is it so you move your head and you look down there and all of a sudden it's whether you go, oh, is it an ant or a, or a spider? Mm. And you quickly determine what it is. So it's like constant feedback, constant mm. communication. Mm. But I guess I never really thought about how much it can be imprinted itself and like mm, impeding on. 
yeah. 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 And, I mean, and affecting all aspects of life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all aspects of life. And I guess this is what a lot of breath work does too, which I'm a big fan about. Um, oh, sorry, big fan of. Is the aspect of how breathing unlocks it. And you, I don't know, you're a fan of that too, right? Like yeah. it sort of just like gets it to unwind slightly as if you're trying to wring out a cloth and you constantly keep it like in that ringing position and then you just sort of like start to let it go and it starts to unwind and mm. find its flow. Mm. I find, yeah, breathwork has um, been one of the most powerful tools. Like I'm, I'm not obviously myself a trained breathwork practitioner but just doing simple breathwork techniques and um, educating clients with this and sending them to the right you know the trained practitioners um i have found that breathwork is just it's on so many levels on an emotional physical spiritual level um such a powerful tool to heal and regulate the nervous system and to reprogram the subconscious mind. So yeah, it's and to actually, if you think about that um, trapped, you know, energy within our field, within our physical body, it is it's this vehicle that helps clear the path. <laughs> so, to speak. so it helps really clear uh, our energy field. Um, and I've, I've seen the shifts within clients just even with breath work alone and that's not with the combination of the other tools um, that I recommend and, and use with clients. Yeah, interesting. Have you um, had much like big experiences that you could talk about like with that with situations where people have healed some big stuff just to give people an idea on what we're dealing with here and what people need to start Sort of, mm. I'm trying to get people to push into this and realize that they've got this subconscious program. Mm, mm, yeah. Bad so, yeah. So what I found. So do you mean with myself or what I've seen? Yeah. Um, with, with, stuff with yourself or with clients. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've had. I mean, I've been in this field long enough now to actually see the the transformation within self and friends and. Um, my loved ones and with clients and um, I, there's been some big shifts with, um, you know, seeing um, what comes to mind. I guess I've seen clients, particularly when I've started moving more into not just looking at the subconscious but the nervous system as well, um, I've seen clients that have gone from having quite frequent um, panic attack and high levels of anxiety to then giving them the tools to reprogram their subconscious and we're obviously working on within a session their um, quantum healing but also giving them, you know, simple methods, simple techniques like breath work um, and EFT mm. and different tools that have helped them and to see someone that's um, gone from having frequent panic attacks to nil, like no panic attacks and just feeling so grounded within their body um i've seen one of my clients um was in a band and she would get a lot of um fear around performing you know like around you know fear of judgment that she'd get sort of that um you know what they call the spotlight effect of feeling like um all eyes are on her and then it would you know trigger her um anxiety that that response i guess on, on stage and 
So we worked on limiting beliefs around, you know, her of like fearing being seen and for her, um, it, you know, to see that ripple effect within her life. She, she told me one day that she went to go surf and normally she'd be so nervous with so many people around on a, on a busy beach and then her friend pointed out to her, hey, like you were just like carving it up there and just didn't even, you were so confident. And she goes, oh, yeah, wow. I didn't even realise that that would actually, you know, clearing those beliefs around fear of being seen and, mm. um, and you know, with her releasing that, she felt confident on stage but then she also felt confident in the surf. So that's just one occasion I've, I've seen, you know, different. I've seen people step into their, um, you know, into their their mission, their path of service with business and, and not fearing fearing that. And I guess different, everyone's within yeah. their journey have um, different um, experiences and, yeah, it's amazing. But, yeah, those are some some big ones I can think of that come to mind. That's crazy. Of recent. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like the weight, you're lifting, you're lifting weight off their shoulders without them sometimes even realising that the weight's gone. oh it's something that i've never been worrying about or stressed about anymore and you just like when someone brings it to your attention you're like oh shit yeah yeah that's right and and that's because i know um you know we're talking neuroscience here like they've actually we've reprogrammed we're changing neural pathways so they've actually formed they're firing new pathways creating new neuroplasticity and so that's you know i say to clients all the time like it's so powerful absolutely to sit in session with someone with an energy healer and um you know energy mm-hmm. be a coach to help with limiting beliefs and clearing energy but you also need to be empowered in your journey moving forward that you're actually doing the things as well that create the new neuroplasticity like create those new mm-hmm. pathways so i'm about empowering someone that um you know that they don't have to think oh you know with your listeners like know that you don't necessarily have to sit in session with someone like you have the power to reprogram your subconscious you you the tools are there the wisdom is there it's all within you to actually um reprogram and and i've seen with clients i have not even connected in to facilitate quantum healing and just by conscious awareness alone it has shifted a living belief for someone. So as soon as that we we retrieve that from the subconscious and it comes to their awareness, you can see that shift within their face. You can see like, wow, okay, I don't need to hold on to this anymore. I don't need to believe this anymore. And that alone, without even doing any sort of energy healing, is enough to yeah. help someone reprogram their subconscious. Mm, that simple awareness hey like yeah. just an observation of something and connecting the dot to something in your past and you go oh shit and yeah. that requires a bit of humility in sense and you know you've got to drop the veil to go which which is connected to your ego to saying no that didn't happen to me you've got to be willing to go there yeah you've got to be willing yeah. to change and then that's when you're going to find it as soon yeah. as you observe something it's like you like you say you do the healing you yeah. magically do the healing's already done and I guess the power of your work is you've done the work yourself. Now you're helping others guide them on their path through that process. Mm. Um, and, you know, this neuroplasticity, when we talked about before, for those who don't know and listening to this, that shit is like, 
creating pathways in your brain the same way like you're you're being going off like you think about a cow when you're out in the country right i grew up in the country so this is a good analogy (laughs) i like is that you see cows and they got these like cow tracks cow pads and they constantly go down the same path so they've like worn away all the grass but that's the only path they go down because it's clear and they've done it all together to clear the path right Mm. so why would you walk in the bush or in the shrubs if you've got a path there for you? And that's what a lot of people are doing. Is they're sitting on this path, they're sitting on the same path, and they're walking down it, up and down, up and down, because it's known, because that's where they know how they can get there. But yet they might have missed like a treasure box of gold or like a, a briefcase of cash just to the right because they didn't bother venturing out. And so some guy who decides to walk a different path that day is like, I like walking through the grass. I'm going to walk through here, kicks it on his toe. And in kicking it on his toe, he's just got a million dollars in cash and also just created a new path, which if he didn't have the courage to go and check or the willingness to go and create that path, he wouldn't have found the cash or the goal or the prize, whatever it is. So that's analogy I like to use is just, to go create that new neural pathway, which is neuroplasticity, which is creating a new pathway, being um, malleable in our in our minds, we can create or discover so much more potential in ourselves. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. Like we, so many of my clients, like they, a lot that comes up is fear in going out of comfort zone, but also fear in your own power. So, you know, these these limiting beliefs have actually um, kept us in this safety net from our own power. Yeah. And that's probably that disempowerment probably comes from someone beating them down as like Mm. in high school or their parents saying, oh, don't sing, you can't sing. Um, Mm. Or saying, Mm. "Um, you can't do that, stop doing that. You know, like just simply being told not to do it is Mm. probably where a lot of that disempowerment comes from and people don't realise. Most definitely, yeah. Mm. And so this work that you're doing, Ash, you know, I like to talk, we talk about energy and the energy field, which is essentially what we are in this quantum world. Like we're all atoms. I did the math on it. There was 100 trillion atoms in a cell and there's 70 trillion cells in the body. So if an atom is 99.9% space, then we are just space. And that's science. That's not a philosophy, right? Mm. And so then if we think about that electromagnetic field, which is what we call, some people call it in the spiritual world, the aura. Um, in science, they call it the human energy field, which can be measured now, is existing with this this whole energy frequency existing with our experiences as an emotion, as energy coming and going from our life through those experiences. So I guess really what you're doing is you're clearing the field you're with it's the subconscious because thoughts create power right and that's the art of law of attraction you've got this thought in your head which comes from a subconscious belief which comes from an experience and if it doesn't serve you then if it it doesn't serve your trajectory then it's gonna pull you away from it if it's it's not in alignment with your path with your desire with your dream with your goal then it's not going to get you there and so you've got to change that thought because that thought is the energy that attracts that reality, which is in this field. So you've got to go and change it. And that's why you want to do the subconscious work. You've got to go change the belief systems that will allow you to get to your goal. Mm. 
Yes. And that's where you talk about becoming magnetic. And I know you have a program of this called Magnetic Being, right? Where yeah. you're allowing people to find their own magne- magnetism and be their own mag- um, law of attraction funnel. Do you know? And so this work, I'm getting really passionate about it right now because uh, I love this, but it's just like it makes so much sense once you've experienced it. And for those listening to this, it's no coincidence that you're listening to this right now because you need to go and check your programming. And I guess what I'm trying to pull into here through a long way around is like the benefits are endless, Ash. Like you've you've seen it in your own life. Like there is... There are so many benefits to creating a future, a new future, a new ideal reality through this. But on the same sense is we're letting go of an old identity, so that can be quite uncomfortable. So can you add anything to that in your experience, Ash, of like creating this new identity and letting go of the old? Mm. What might come of that? Mm. Um, well, I, I, I see this pop up quite often with clients. Like obviously... Um, you know, when we, we've been playing out these beliefs and our perception for so long of, of our reality, you know, there's an element of it that we need to trust in that we are deserving of that new reality that we're creating. But there's absolutely along the way going to be, you know, we're going to come up against resistance. So, you know, I say like, be be persistent through the resistance you know and um there's you know we we have the tools we have the things that can help us like it's to have that actual awareness of like okay so i'm feeling challenged right now and that's because you know i've no i've only known this to be the truth for so long and my perception of that is changing but once we actually have the conscious awareness of that then we can be that change you know we can actually um trusting and allow the process of um the reprogramming you know like that we're we're changing our habits we're changing our thought forms and it becomes easier like when when you're doing that work like it it actually you know a lot of my clients say like wow like now that I'm aware of the power of the subconscious like it actually becomes empowering Mm -hmm. and so you find it easier to and then the thing is like then once they're noticing within themselves their thought forms, those subtle shifts and changes, you know, what then happens, like obviously because those within their electromagnetic field, magnetic field, what they're sending out those signals to the unified quantum field, they see that change in their reality and then that brings them more into that elevated um, emotional state, you know, like the more mm. feeling more joy. But there's also a huge part of it that um, lately, more so lately that I've um, really been sharing with clients is that um, to not make it about, it's like I'm doing the inner work, I'm doing the inner work. It's mm-hmm. actually, um, you know, make sure that you're coming back to those moments of joy and bliss and doing, and, you know, as soon as you, I had a client the other day, she was like, I'm doing all the things, like I, I'm doing the meditation, I'm doing this, I'm doing the breath work, the journaling, and I'm doing doing the kundalini and she was feeling very forced with it. But um, I said to her, like, just stop doing everything. Then. Yeah. <laughs> and just are you actually finding moments of joy in your life and what yeah. brings you joy, whether that be a beach walk, whether that be going to a gig or whatever that. And she's like, shit, I'm like forgetting that. 
And that's actually such a crucial part of it is to, um, that's also going to help when neuroplasticity is feeling, bringing, coming back to the joy. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, that's essentially what we're going to, right? Like, I'm glad you mentioned that because this, ser- this, this path can get so serious sometimes and I've been caught up in it. Same. Like, oh, hey, right? Like, yeah. you're like oh, I've just got to keep healing. I've got to become the best person ever. And then in the in that process, you've, like, skipped six months because you've been so sad of dealing with all your emotions. That yeah. You forget that the life is still so beautiful, which is exactly what you're going for. That's it. And you still got to feel this is the thing. I um, also say that, yes, feel the joy, but also do, you know, you got to feel it to heal it and feel the emotions when they're coming up because that's just energy charge wanting to complete its full cycle. But don't sit in that too long, actually. Like as soon as something feels like work, then do something different because actually that as well helps create our new um, reality is actually doing things different and experiencing new things. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's that same thing Joe Dispenza talks about is what, what actually creates this ideal reality or the law of attraction is being magnetic and which mag- magnetism comes from those higher states mm. of emotion, so mm. joy and love. So we can't be angry and happy at the same time. Mm. so how are you going to and that's where i talk about like the law of attraction is from coming from a love-based state and then the murphy's law which is talked about heavily is like coming from anger or resentment or fear a lack of state and so you attract it with the same thought whether it's Mm. a good thought or a bad thought right i mean this is all it's so deep and so complex and so powerful but I guess the essence of everything we're trying to tell everyone, Ash, is that if you want to have a magnetic life and you want to have a happy life with joy and love and abundance is you've got to go back and search for the old program that's not serving mm-hmm. you on that journey. Yeah, yeah. Let that Absolutely. shit go. Yeah. And so yeah. how are you working with clients now, Ash? Are you, you're fully booked or are you... Are you accepting people? Are you doing just females, males? Yeah, so currently, so I've made this transition from, um, you know, working one-on-one in a coaching practice um, based on the Gold Coast and I've been, um, you know, obviously our business is an extension of our consciousness, so as I've been evolving and changing and creating a new reality and my, you know, the reality to what I am, you know, I guess intertwine with my values and you know, mm. and um, desires. But I, my, I've seen, yeah, within myself, um, I'm transitioning from more that one-on-one coaching clinic base to more mentoring people over a series of sessions. So um, obviously, that you know, being that I travel a bit around the world, and that that's um, can then give me the greater capacity for who I serve and that I can see clients from different areas in the world online. So I see people within session in person and online, but mainly now I've been transitioning more to um, serve at a capacity that I'm mentoring mainly women. I do. The funny thing is I do have the brothers (laughs) above along the way. So um, yourself and a few, um, men that I still see within session but mainly for me I've been guided more to um 
be of service mentoring women and particularly with my background in working in conscious business um, of, yeah, stepping into their path of service, their mission, but also stepping into being that version of themselves, like creating their reality and realising that they can have it all within their reality, you know. So um, I'm more so now working with people over a series of sessions, whether that be um, mentoring and I guess, I, you know, you've probably seen with me I've got all the tools and resources as well, so it's been good working with people um, in that element as well, like in between sessions. So, yeah, mainly to answer that long-winded way, but to, it's it's mentoring over a series of sessions that I am practising now, incorporating the conscious level and the um, energetics and also within a group program setting, which obviously got my um, group program releasing next month. Um and also within like retreat space settings so to be able to um, work with more larger groups awesome and not only that you use your intuitive guidance as well to sort of give people more clarity on their path yeah which you've yeah. done for us too which is powerful <laughs> um, but we'll have your details in the bottom then in the show notes and they can check that out and get in touch with you, which I highly recommend. Um, there is this, I'm going to talk about this amazing quote and then we'll probably wrap it up and I want to give everyone a, a takeaway or something that they can use to maybe start putting them on the path of mm. healing their subconscious, but I'll ask you that in a sec. But there was this interesting quote I came, came about as I was doing some um, notes for this podcast and it was from a doctor, medical doctor, Christian, uh, Chris, Christian, is it Christine? Christine Christine Northrup. Yes. Christine Northrup. Yeah. Um, She is an energy medicine healer doctor now, I guess you could say, but she was an obstetrician before. So it's like an interesting journey she's been on. So she's been on both sides of the world. I'm a, big believer in healing the energy field first and a lot of problems are emotional mm. i believe and I yeah just, agree with me on that. just harmony yeah within our, our field just, yeah to see what was you what was that to see this i like to call pseudoscience um with disease you know when we have these elements it's like dis-ease yeah. within, it's 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 that trapped energy absolutely yeah. yeah so get it flowing but this is what she said in the medicine of the future as I envision it, working with the patient's energy field will be the first intervention surgery. Surgery will be a last resort. Drugs will be a last resort. They will still have their place, but shifting their energy patterns that cause the disease will be the first line of treatment. And before that, teaching people how to keep their energies in healthy patterns will be as much a part of physical hygiene as flossing or exercise. Isn't that insane? Mm, I'm picking up what she's putting down. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm picking yeah, that shit right up. And that's, <laughs> that's from a doctor on both sides of the fence. It's been yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. So I love that. The, the, it's, that's the thing. I'm, I'm loving this bridge between the orthodox and, um, you know, looking at things from more a um, energetic, you know, I guess, multi-dimensional perspective it's it's time now is the time and that's and that's what you're doing as well you're teaching people how to keep their energies in healthy patterns 
and that's what she's saying. It's going to be as much part of a physical hygiene as flossing or exercise. And I believe that. I think mm. that's exactly where yeah. it's going. We're doing more and more and more and more of it. Yeah, it's an imperative part of our healing journey. Yeah, you're going to see this very heavily in your neighbourhoods in like 10 years, I think, in the next 10 years, five, 10 years. I mean, it's already quite dominant now. I mean, you've got oh, Bish and Lakiani yeah. on, on the Mind Valley doing so many work courses and workshops um, on this energy medicine stuff. He's, he's always interviewing people on this stuff. Yeah, and I've seen, um, I just talking to a friend yesterday that she's, and this is the thing, vibing off like, you know, your tribe are like-minded, they're all, all going to be into energetics and, um, and you know, the quantum field, and she's actually looking into a course, a university course in Hawaii, and it's actually on intuitive medicine. Wow. Yeah, this That's is great. a degree that she's she's looking into. So, so it's showing that it's, um, yeah, it's, it's collective consciousness. It's really, um, you know, we're coming to, to awareness collectively of the power of energy mm-hmm. and That's intuition, yeah. Energy is medicine, as you Energy say. Energy is medicine. <laughs> so, Ash, we'll, 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 we'll tie this up. Yeah, just something that for people listening to this that have got an idea of what this is, have touched on it a little bit. Like what's some tips that you could give them to take home with them, something maybe they can look into within themselves, something they can start mm. implementing to help this transition of discovering their new program? Mm, mm, yeah, so... Um, what probably some some takeaways that I find would be some um, powerful tools um, would be to actually a bit of self inquiry, like a bit of um, sitting down, perhaps. So, so if you're then noticing a pattern or a habit behavior in their life, so maybe just sit down with your journal, and I like to call this um, deep self inquiry um, with my clients is is actually sitting down and thinking, okay. What is my belief around this? So whether that be feeling unsupported by your partner or whether it be like a money story. So what's my belief around money? What do I, do I think I need to work hard for it? And so start writing down like, okay, when did I first feel this way? You know, when did I, who, like how did I um, take this belief on and what's my earliest memory of this? And so actually do a bit of inquiry into that to actually do, yeah, to, to see like, okay, I've got this limiting belief and where did that come from? And, you know, as I said before, bringing that to your conscious awareness and actually, you know, tune in, like connect into your heart space and actually like we have the power within us to actually be like, I, re- I release this now. It's no longer serving me. And think of what the opposite to that belief is. So whether that be, you know, if money is a root of all evil, well, money is good and it's a tool I use for the greater good or, you know, word that in your own way, like ask your inner guidance of how you can reprogram that. But, um, you know, there's so many tools that we can use as well that are going to help reprogram, you know, our subconscious, whether the binaural beats is a really powerful Mm -hmm. to help us in that theta state. But I feel like the two things now just to start with is the inquire and once we have that in our awareness it's like well we can then be the change we can then go about doing like we we know what we that then it's come to our conscious awareness so we know that we can um, have the power to change that but also I think I'd be looking at nervous system so seeing do I have a healthy flexible nervous system like am I in a constant state of fight or flight 
in my life? Like, am I allowing myself to go more into that intuitive flow state, more into, um, you know, they like to say tapping into parasympathetic, so, you know, feeling more balanced and at ease and peace. So there's definitely um, the resources, things out there, like the breath works, to, you know, go to a breath workshop for sure, that's a good start. But look at the nervous system and the subconscious, what you can do to um, empower yourself with healing those two. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. That's really good. I think that journaling has been, pow- has, has pow- has been powerful for me. I've been getting told to do it more often and I've just been like, yeah, I can't really bother sitting down and writing. But mm. I've been doing it more in my practice, say, after like I do my morning routine. I'll, I'll actually just start writing down like almost it's just, just the problems that you're getting and sort of the natural solutions that you come up with mm. or just um, maybe your insights or perspective on something if you step out of it. And there's so many different tools for journaling, but it's been amazing. It just gives me so much more insight. And it's almost like you've got your own little mentor there that's exactly. helping you guide you through it. And so, we do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's um that's listening to that intuition too, right? It's like you're probably actually gonna start writing more of the answers and the solutions through your hand when you just create space and start tuning in. Definitely. Definitely. Mm. And then from there, it's like you can go forward like um, EFT. That's another really powerful tool to reprogram the subconscious. So you can literally YouTube um, EFT and whether it be around money, whether it be around self-worth, like you can, that's a really effective at-home modality technique that you can do yourself in the comfort of your own home on the couch and just do a bit of, um, won't go into that now, but tapping. Yeah, it's really good little one to have. Yeah, yeah, the yes yeah mm-hmm. okay that's awesome thank you so much for that ash i'm glad to finally have thank you on you. it's definitely been one of my most challenging guests to have uh, in the sense of like getting you on here but, uh, <laughs> the elusive aquarian over here <laughs> the elusive aquarian totally <laughs> But again, I'm glad that we got to this point. It probably won't be our last 100%, but let's hope the next one's easier. As we as we evolve and change within our subconscious or energy fields, as we'll be evolving further on our podcast meetings. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ash. Thank you. Much love. And for those listening to the end here today, thank you so much for joining on this podcast. I'm glad to finally have someone on here talking about the subconscious program that I ramble about a lot on my social media. It is a program that is outdated generationally and something that we are just so lucky to be have uh, to have this identity of, to identify it, to cre- create a new program now, whereas generations before us, they lived in a different time. We're in the new age, the new era, where we we're able to be safe enough to start creating our own destiny and not living in the confines of societal structures no more. And so I encourage you all to go out there and do some your own research on this work and find your own uh, Psych K healers or uh, subconscious healers or anyone that works with the subconscious. And on YouTube, is there's a plethora of information about this. So I encourage you all to go in there. Listen again and again and again to what Asha has given us today. If you 
need to go back because there's a lot in there. And in the meantime, just enjoy life as much as you can. This is a very beautiful time to be alive. And don't forget to have fun. This healing journey, this self-development journey can get quite serious, like we mentioned, and just have fun, laugh, and live. Thank you so much. And until next time, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the end. I'm incredibly grateful to share these magical lessons and experiences with you here. Please, if you can do anything right now, adopt the takeaways that our guests give you in each episode and use it in your life and share it with your loved ones because that's what matters. And remember this, Socrates once said, the secret to change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. It's time to wake up, my friends.